Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everyone, welcome to this edition of the Football Drop podcast. Uh, I'm Will, and with me today, as per usual, is Benji. Say hello, mate. Hello, mate. How's it going? You all right? Yeah, I'm good, mate. How are you? How's your week been? Yeah, not too bad. I mean, it's Monday, so uh, it's not too much happening this week so far. <laughs> but yeah, today's been good. Thank you for asking. How's your week been, mate? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, mate. So far, so good. The week has been fantastic. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, it's, yeah. How was your weekend, mate? Let's start that again. How was your weekend? Yeah, weekend was good, thank you. Just doing stuff around the house. So, fitted our lights now, finally. So, the uh, the living rooms, we decorated that, obviously, last week. So, that is all finished, finally. So, we can just chill out and, uh, and relax again now. Got the telly up again. Got that new... Um, Oh, I told you about that new streaming stick thing, didn't I? So I've got all the channels, all the Sky Sports and stuff. So happy days on my Fire Stick. All, oh, all legal, yeah, of course. Legal. All legal, of course. So it's a subscription thing for it. So all BT and all Sky Sports. Nice happy one. Happy yeah. Was that, that was Gary down the pub when it sorted out for you? Gary? No, it was, uh, it was his brother, Phil. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What about you? How was your weekend, mate? <laughs> oh, mate, I had, a, I had an accident yesterday. So I was playing with my boy in the garden. He was like, Daddy, can we do some skateboarding? I was like, yeah, I'm up for that. So he's like learning to skateboard, going down the hills and all this sort of stuff, you know, not holding on to my hand or anything. I was like, yeah, he's doing really well. How hard could that be? Mate, <laughs> I went on it, did a little skate. The skateboard flew into the house. I went onto the floor, bangs my knee. My knee is in agony today. I can barely walk. <laughs> my my wrist, I land on my wrist, and that's sore. And you, you know, we know I need that. Mate, honestly, 
mean, I'm in bits today. Fell off a skateboard, so yeah. So I, I do have to ask, why did you think that you'd be able to skateboard? Uh, because I thought after you know being on this this world for nearly 32 years, I can I can handle a skateboard, but. As it turns out, I can't. <laughs> what was uh, what was Jack's reaction to to you hitting the deck and nearly face planting? Well, he still hasn't asked me if I'm all right, so I think he's <laughs> just lad. about stopped laughing. So yeah, I think I think Fantastic. we're all right. Fantastic. He uh, he is going to be our first guest on the podcast, I think, because he can join forces and rip the shit out of you with me. Yeah. <laughs> Good <laughs> old Jack. Story. Amazing. Ooh, what a legend. Fun. So I'll take it he wasn't too impressed with your with your skills then so far, no? No, no, nah, mate, no. After that, we went and got the uh, the hoverboard thing out and just had a little go on that. It's a lot safer. Oh, see, I, I can't use them. I must admit, I've, I've gone on them before and it, it doesn't end well. It ends pretty much uh, similar to your, your skateboard story, to be honest. So I'll steer clear of them like the plague, I must admit. <laughs> We're in our barbecues in the summer, mate. <laughs> we know what's coming. <laughs> yeah. Three or four beers too many. Oh, I'll give you a race on those hoverboards, mate. <laughs> Let's see how fast we can go down the road. <laughs> it's, happening. it's happening. I can see blood and everything. <laughs> oh, I don't. I'll get Laura to video it. We'll add it onto the uh, the YouTube if people are laugh. Yeah, Send it to you, Bin Frames. It's easy, 250 quid sorted. <laughs> <laughs> we fucking need it as well, mate. We fucking need it. Oh, don't we? Bloody don't we. What are you <sighs> drinking tonight, mate? You got beer on the go? What you drink? we got there? No, I've, I've got my last Pepsi Max. My last one. Last one. Oh, yes. I know. I think after this, I'll have to uh, pop down to Tesco get some more. I know Laura normally has them for work as well. So, obviously, I don't want to deprive Laura. Have you, uh, if, if you've got a cup of tea there, I see. I've got a cup of tea, mate, yeah, in my 30 mug. I've got a cup of tea here. Christ. What the fuck are we talking about? Should we talk football? Yeah, I mean, it's been four four minutes now of talking absolute shit. Uh, so, yeah, let's get let's get straight into it now then, shall we? Uh, let's start with, what do you want to start with? Europa League stuff and Champions League? Let's let's go for it, mate. Yeah, let's start on uh, on Champions League because that was on earlier on in the week, last week, not this week because we've established it's only Monday. Yeah, well done, genius there. Eh? Um, so we we had Liverpool and City and Chelsea all go through. Did you manage to watch any of the games at all? Yeah, yeah, I watched a few of the games, mate. Yeah, I was uh, I was impressed with City again. Um, obviously, much and back are, are a good team. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think I think they done well. Um, Chelsea again to get two goals against uh, Atletico was was decent, to be fair. Yeah, I, I didn't see that one that one happening. To be honest, it was a bit of a shock. Because generally speaking, Atletico were uh, you know they're, they're almost solid to, to defend against. You know, Yano Black is. Uh, conceded like about twelve goals in his entire Atletico career so far. The top of La Liga, they don't, they still don't ship goals in the league. But yeah, Chelsea managed to find a way through, and they, they they're scoring a lot as well, aren't they? Um, Atletico, are they? Especially I've not looked too much. Suarez. Yeah, I know Suarez is doing all right. I mean, what a! I, I think we need to touch on it quickly. 
what an absolute bargain buy. Yeah, completely, yeah. It came out of nowhere as well. I, I sort of thought if he was going to leave Barca, it's 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 sort of go from Spain, maybe move to the Syria or something like that. But no, he moved to Atletico, and he's absolutely reaping the rewards there. He's doing doing fantastic, and and he's got quite a good partnership with Felix up front as well, isn't he? Yeah, it seems to be uh, seems to be feeding off quite nicely, doesn't it? But it just, I suppose, it just goes to show. I know we touched on it in the, I think we touched on it in the demo. Uh, episodes that we were doing, probably the silent test one, I think, uh, where we obviously had a good conversation about what the hell is going on at Barca. You know, Cumin's decided, yeah, we don't want Suarez anymore, doesn't fit in with the plans. Yeah. And uh, Suarez has basically gone around and said, well, fuck you, watch this. Yeah, yeah, this is what I could do, and we're going to win the league. I, I hope they do it as well. I hope let's go win the league. Yeah, it would be, it'll be nice to see sort of them come back up again. They've not won it for quite a few years now. It's just been sort of Real and uh, Barcelona obviously dominating. But yeah, I suppose it would be quite nice to, to see another team come up against it. Um, mm. But yeah, I suppose it just goes to show the, the sort of competitiveness of La Liga. You know, cause Chelsea, admittedly, you know, they're, they're definitely flying high since Tuchel's arrived. But they've only shipped, what, three or four goals or something in all the matches so far. And they're scoring... I mean, they're not scoring loads, but they're still scoring every game and winning every game. So does that go to show just how crap La Liga's become in the recent years? Um, no, I don't think so. I think it's a different competition, isn't it? The uh, the Champions League. It's a, it's a bit like the FA Cup. <clears throat> so, so no, I, I think La Liga is still top league. There's Obviously, they're going, they, it's going for a bit of a period at the moment where Barcelona are going through that transition mm. and Madrid are as well similarly they're, they're it's a bit, a bit strange what's going on at both Madrid and Barcelona yeah. but they're still grinding out the wins don't get me wrong they've still got I mean Madrid beat Atlanta Atlanta 3-1 didn't they they did uh, yeah but I think Madrid are the kings result. of Europe though aren't they you know, they always seem to, to turn it up in Europe even if they go down uh, to one or two maybe even three goals you still don't write them off. They're just one of those teams that you just think, here we go, sit back and watch it. Even without Ronaldo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, completely. Um, but like, if you, if you think of like the normal superstars that Real Madrid have in their team, like Ronaldo, you yeah. know, you think back to the old Galacticos with Sedan. Who have they got like that? <sighs> well, I suppose the only one would be Benzema or Hazard, I guess. Obviously, Hazard's been injured pretty much every single week since he moved. You know, he's having a terrible time over there. Uh, Benzema, I, I, mean, I wouldn't class him as a Galactico. I think he's just a regular player, really. You know, he's he's been there for I think nine or ten years or something now. I don't think he's been devastatingly effective, but he, you know, he, he gets ten, fifteen goals every season without fail. You know what you're going to get from him. Yeah, you're right. I think the the sort of Galacticos era has has officially died now. I suppose, but I suppose can you argue then that that City are potentially the the sort of new Galacticos team with the players they signed over the last sort of five ten years? Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, Man City with excellent players. We've said it numerous times before. The first and the second team. Yeah, there's no room. For anyone else to get into that team at the moment, unless you're looking at the superstars, the Mbappe, Neymar, you know, Ronaldo, still Messi, 
those sorts of players. Mm. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, overall, Champions League, I think that was sort of expected. I think the only surprise really there was the Chelsea Atletico uh, result where that could have gone either way, but Chelsea's done really well to get to get through that. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, I think all the ties, I think, to be fair, par Chelsea's, but they're all quite exciting ties. And a City against Dortmund... Dortmund, I mean, they're not been, they've not been fantastic in the league. You know, I know they drew at the weekend, but you know, you'd never write them off in in Champions League purely because of the attacking threat that they've got. You know, they always seem to play well as a team, don't they? Mm, yeah, yeah, completely. Yeah. So that could be interesting. You have got Bayern against PSG. That's uh, that's a mouthwatering encounter. You know, I can't wait to to see that. Really, to be honest with you. I think Bayern will nick that as well. I don't know what your thoughts are, but I think I can see Bayern doing that. Yeah, I, I do agree with you. Um, the way they play at the moment is just ridiculous. I know they, they keep ripping up Bundesliga you know, year in, year out, but I just don't see any team stopping them. You know, even with PSG's sort of firepower, you know, Bayern are solid all over the pitch. So, yeah, I, I have to agree with you on that one. I don't see PSG winning that. But then again, PSG absolutely tore Barca to shreds, didn't they? Yeah, I don't think to shreds, but yeah, no, I'd, I'd be. Well, was it four one? Yeah. I think wasn't it on aggregate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can call that tearing them to shreds if you like. I think considering I know Barcelona in the transition, blah 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 blah. It's still Barcelona, so you know, it from is, a PSG yeah, perspective, they must have been buzzing. So yeah, oh yeah, I think it'll be close, but yeah, I have to agree on that one. I think Bayern will probably win. Uh, and then you've got Real against Liverpool. Probably perfect time for Real to play Liverpool at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, it's got to be, isn't it? But again, Liverpool are the, the European kings as well, aren't they? You know, they obviously haven't won as many as Madrid, but they're, they're up there. They're up there in in that league of just <clears throat> pulling a, a, a result out of the bag. And that could be anyone's, that one. I, I can see Madrid doing it, to be honest, just nicking it. But I think that's going to be tight. Yeah, I think if Madrid click, then I think Liverpool will be absolutely uh, ripped apart in in the first. Excuse me, in the first leg. But I mean, Liverpool can't defend, can they? They just can't no. defend at the moment. They've got half their first team stars out. So who knows what Liverpool team will turn up the way they've been this season? But as you said, you know they they are generally speaking the last few years been very solid in Europe. So who knows how that one will go? So there's some good ties there, I must say. But yeah, uh, there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I agree. I think I think that's going to be interesting. Looking forward to that. Definitely. Who's your favourite to win that? The Champions League. Yeah, I overall. Still think Bayern. Bayern overall. Okay. I think so. Yeah, I lo- I just like the setup. I like uh, Coman, Nabry, and Lewandowski. Just quality going towards those three and that's without talking about the rest of the team so that's not even having Sane on the pitch either is it so exactly yeah yeah incredible strength and depth incredible cool okay and then um I, I think I have to agree with you I think it could be Bayern or potentially I could see City doing something this year They've not hit the heights in Europe for, well, ever. And I think the way they're playing at the moment, no one can get close to them. 
No one's yeah, close. They were solid in their last um, their last games. Uh, I just, yeah, I just don't see them faltering at the moment. Just don't see them faltering. Exactly. It's still on, isn't it? It's still on. I mean, it's Pep obviously downplayed it all, didn't he? The other day. Because I think it was, was it Zinchenko? was saying, yeah, we could do that. You know, that's what we're aiming for, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, Pep shot him down in flames. It's like, nah, that's not happening, mate. You know, shut your mouth and let's just sort of focus game by game. But, I, you know, you could see it. It's worth whacking a tenner on it if you're a betting man. Yeah, I I agree with you. I think that you, if anyone's got the team, they've got the depth. They've got the players. They've got the, the, just absolute quality. The, the way they're playing. Um, and, and even some of the players, you know, we've discussed before, some of the players that haven't been playing as well this season, just out of nowhere, is just... Just, just come up and tearing it apart. Um, Morris, for example, you know, wasn't playing particularly well, and this season, it, you can't, you can't keep him out of the the lineup. I don't think. No, he seems um, to be a regular starter again, rather than sort of playing second fiddle as you know, coming on as a sub and and starting cup games. You know, I think even mm-hmm. at the moment, I think Sterling's been dropped a few times, hasn't he? For Morris at the moment, he seems to be playing that well. So it's just incredible, you know, incredible, incredible strength and depth. It's it's mad. It's Guardiola, isn't it? You know, we, we say about him spending the money, which he does. He spends a lot of money, but he gets them working. Yeah. And he, we, sorry, mate, go on. Sorry, man. No, go on, man. Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, he, he, you're right, he does get them going. And generally speaking, he's he is successful. You know, he's he has won things at City every season, bar his first one. There's always a, a sort of gelling in period, of course, but you know the way they play, it's it's that sort of ticky tack of football that Barcelona used to play. But I think if anything, it's probably better because it's more physical as well. They can be direct with their approach. I mean, Edison can pinpoint a pass anywhere over the pitch. I mean, what a weapon that that's actually worked out for them over the last couple of seasons as well. So I think you know you just can't rule them out. I know it's absolutely unprecedented. No one's done it before. But these these things are there to be to be done, aren't they? Records are there to be broken. Completely, yeah. And, and Pep's going to can, can do it. He's done it wherever he's been. He's done it. And this is the the, the longest he's spent at a team now, isn't it, at City? Yeah, I think so. Uh, which goes to show just how much he, he clearly likes the Premier League. And the Premier League is you know the best league in the world. And it's attract, it attracts the best managers, and that that's seen with him, and how he's been reacting with City uh, by staying there for so long, and and the fact that they haven't done half of what he would have done at the other clubs, he's he's not done. I don't even think he's done a double, has he? Yeah, he's done the league and uh, Carabao Cup, isn't he? Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, they are the kings not, of the League Cup, aren't they? They are, yeah. Not the traditional double, not the FA Cup and the Premier League. No, not the ones that matter, obviously. Just nah. the, uh, what was <laughs> it you said off air? The Mickey Mouse, uh, sorry, Mickey Mouse Cup, wasn't it? It has been referred to as the Mickey Mouse Cup, hasn't it? Yeah, let's be honest. Except for when when we nearly won it. Well, let's not talk yeah, let's not talk about that. that. That's uh, yeah. the Chesney Koscielny uh, debacle. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, mo- moving on swiftly then. So, let's leave Champions League behind. Let's move to the Europa League then. 
first and foremost, let's have a laugh, shall we? Tottenham Hotspur. I'm sure you've seen it. I can tell by your face. You have seen the results. You have read everything. Uh, so, listeners, if you've uh, if you've not actually seen it, don't know where the fuck you've been. Get your head out of the sand. Tottenham in the first leg, they won two 0 away from home against. Is it Dinamo Zagreb? Isn't it? Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. So, going into the home leg for them, you'd probably expect Spurs to to win it, nick it one nil, even draw one one. You think, yeah, they've got that in the bag. You know, Jose, he's got it all set up. He's, you know, he's a European legend, really, let's be honest. Um, so you think they're doing that? Obviously, Zagreb during the week as well sacked their manager. He got put in prison because uh, he was, was it fraud, I think, for the club? Stealing 13 million off of Zagreb through player transfers? Yeah, it was him and his, was it his brother or, or something? Yeah, like I think it's his brother or his cousin or something like that. There was someone else involved as well. So, you know, everything is an absolute shitstorm there. So they go to, to the uh, the Toilet Bowl Stadium and and beat them, beat them 3-0 by one player, scoring a hat-trick. Tottenham didn't yeah, turn well, up. Yeah, it was at Zagreb, wasn't it? Oh, was it Zagreb? Sorry, yeah, it was. You're right. Yeah. So, yeah, they won 2-0 um, on the Toilet Bowl, sorry. And, uh, yeah, lost 3-0 at Zagreb. Yeah. At extra yeah. time. Fucking brilliant. It was It was brilliant. Orsic, he's, he's forever going to be a legend now, isn't he? Oh, he's got to be. He's got to be. But I think trying to act from a, a sort of neutral perspective here, just for a, a, a minute or two, did you listen to Jose's sort of post-match interview about it? Absolutely yeah. slated him. Like, yep, yeah, yeah. we were crap. You know, hold my hands up. I told him all about Orsic, what he can do. You know, this is the game plan. He's like, they didn't stick to it. Right, Disappointed. So, yeah, they... You'd be they didn't. No. Absolutely shocking. And you just think, why? Why would you not listen to a manager of, of Jose's calibre? You know, did Tottenham think they're a bigger club than, than what they are? You know, they're not like a Man United or a Real Madrid or an Inter Milan where you know the stature of the club is always going to be bigger than a manager. I think Jose's bigger than what Tottenham is, you know, in my, my own personal opinion. But that's because obviously we don't like Tottenham. But, you know, I don't want to slate them all too much. I feel for Jose right now. I don't know what is happening behind the scenes. Has he lost the dressing room? You know, have the, have the players lost faith? Have they just decided, that I don't like your tactics anymore? I really don't know. You know, they, they had moments in that game where they sort of turned it on and decided, oh, we can play. But then Zagreb held their own and then went up the other end and scored again. So, I mean, I, I don't know what's going on. From uh, an Arsenal perspective, I think he's brilliant. It's always nice to watch him struggle. But from the, the sort of English team perspective, you don't want to see him knocked out of Europe so early on. You know, you want to see him in the quarters and the semis just to see English teams sort of dominate it, I suppose. But obviously, you're nodding away and, and rolling your eyes. So what's your thoughts on this, mate? Yeah, I mean, I, I think no, no manager is ever bigger than the club. Not even... He's got more history, though, isn't he? Let's be honest. He's got, sorry. He's got more history than what Tottenham have, though, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's it's the way he's it, well, he's either he, I assume he's setting the team up, but he must be. So it's the way he's setting the team up, in my opinion, 
defensively, it isn't working. We'll probably come on to the Villa game um, a bit later on at the weekend. But if we go look back to the Arsenal, <coughs> the Arsenal game, they, they're just defensively, the way they set up, they looked, they looked fragile back there. Um, mm. And it was, it was the same against Aguirre. Going forwards, they can go forward. They know they've got the players that can do that. But, but when there's balls being swung in, um, they, they just can't deal with it. If, they, if, you've got, if they've got players running at them, they, they just cannot seem to handle it. Um, and I don't quite know what why that is or what happened because Mourinho is defensive, isn't he? He's good at parking the bus. So, yeah, I, I just think that, that he's got, he needs to do something with that defence and work it out. He can do it. We know he can do it, but it's just... He's just got to get that sorted up, in my opinion. You know, get a few extra training sessions in, get them working, get them communicating again. Yeah, you've got to do something about it. But is it because they've they've got an ageing back line? Uh, obviously, Doherty was new coming in. I don't think he mm-hmm. played in that, that sort of standard, traditional sort of four at the back, three at the back scenario. Obviously, Wolves played quite fluidly. So God knows you know, how, how he fits in with that. He seems to have struggled. Uh, Aldevira was not getting any younger. Uh, Davidson Sanchez, from what I've always seen of him, he's always got an error in him. And then you've got yeah. Eric Dyer, who seems to sort of drop back in defence and then play in, in sort of defensive midfield a lot. You know, he's not going to be fully accustomed to playing as centre-back, I suppose. Yeah, true. It was. It, it did seem like a bit of a makeshift defence, to be fair to them. Maybe they underestimated it, as you said. You know, Aurea... Right back, Sanchez, Dyer, and Ben Davis. No regular on. He came on, but no regular on. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe they did just underestimate them. I, I'm not sure, but I still think with the team they had, that they they probably should have held on for a draw or one. But but it wasn't to be. I'm I'm, for, I'm gutted to say. It wasn't to be. Just try saying it with a straight face and, and I'd probably believe you a little bit more. But um, yeah, that's not going to happen, is it? So never mind. No. So <laughs> Man United then. Let's move on to United. They beat Milan at Milan on the night. Yeah. Uh, Great result for them. Ollie's uh, firmly at the wheel at the moment, isn't he? Um, well, I mean, you say that, and then we'll, we'll talk about the weekend fixture, shall we? Say, <laughs> yeah, we can we can go to that, um, can't we? But so, yeah, Paul, yeah, Popper, good goal, uh, played well again. Ollie seems to just just seems to get it right a minute in uh, in Europe, especially. So yeah, I think I think they done they done well to get past Milan, who are flying in Syria at the moment, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Good. They're they're second in the league, and they're honestly second only to to Inter. And they are a fair way off the pace from them. But to be ahead of Juventus at, at this part of the season is is obviously a, a feat in itself. Um, obviously, they've got a, an ageing front line with, with Ibrahimovic. But even when he comes on, you know, he still tears it apart. He's still waxing the goals for fun. Um, it was a surprise for me seeing that result, I must admit. I didn't see United winning it. I saw sort of possibly another draw and then going to extra time or something. So that was a, a bit of a surprise. But, yeah, as you said, you know, they are flying in Europe at the moment. Pogba coming back just seems to be a, a completely new player again at the moment. You know, I know he only played 45 minutes, obviously, uh, last week. But he, I think I was reading some stats 
I think it was yesterday, just in preparation for this. And he sort of in 45 minutes had most tackles, uh, most key passes, most chances created, most dribbles, all sorts of like all sort of positivity coming out of him. And you think, well, where's that come from? And why has he mm. not done that week in, week out for the last couple of seasons at United? You know, I think you need you need someone like him to be firing every week. But is it the, the case of Bruno Fernandes has come in and everyone's you know singing his praises and, and blowing so much smoke up his backside that he is the greatest thing since sliced bread? Pogba's like, hang on, do you remember me? Here I am. This is what I can do. So maybe that's worked yeah, for him. I don't know. Might have a point. You need to you need to stroke his ego a little bit, didn't you, Pogba? It strikes it seems to me. You need to tell him that he's fantastic and get him playing, and he can almost sort of mm. play that play anywhere on the pitch. Really, he just sort of got a bit of a free reign. But yeah, maybe that's been tightened, and and maybe Oli sort of started to see. Yeah, let's give that back to him. Let's let's let him loose. Let's see what he can do. And yeah, like you say, recent performances have been have been fairly decent for him. Yeah, I think you've got to earn it, though, don't you? I think you do need to have that work ethic. Maybe he's not, he wasn't doing it on the training pitch or something. Obviously, we don't see behind closed doors. But maybe he wasn't doing that, so they've sort of taken it away from him and said, right, focus on you know, being a, a number 10 or a number 8 or whatever and, and sort of master that and then develop back out again. I don't know. So I know he did have a few injuries and he had a few issues which sort of kept him in and out. So I know that does obviously have a, a detrimental effect on you. Mm. So, yeah. should we talk about the Gooners? Yeah, go on then. Do we have to? Shocking, wasn't it? Shocking, wasn't it? Let's talk. Let's just. What one? We... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've both been shocking at the moment, haven't they? Let's stick with your iPad, NPR, guys. It was awful, wasn't it? Absolutely awful. Yeah, that was. Um... That, do you know what, that's probably the worst I've seen us play for a season or two. It, it was everyone, wasn't it, really? I mean, Gabriel didn't seem to do too well. Bellerin seems a bit off pace. Ceballos was not good. No, um, Ceballos has had a bad few weeks as well. You know, he's, he, I can't remember what game it was. He had two costly errors, which led to goals. Uh, I can't remember what game that was now. I know he's had some high-profile, bad, bad moves. And you just think, what on earth are you doing? What is going on? Playing as a number 10, which I think is probably his his favoured position, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, he did that. Was that... Yeah, that was against Olympiacos. Did that, wasn't it? Or was that the West Ham game? Ceballos, yeah. Was it Olympiacos? Yeah, it was, wasn't it? I just don't think he did enough. No, not at all. No, he weren't. He, when, when he's playing in that sort of central midfield position, box to box, that's that's when I that's when I think we get the best out of him personally. I'm a big fan of Ceballos, and it's and it's sort of quite annoying just how just how poor he's been of late because I've always been crit- critical of why he's been left on the bench and he's not playing more. Yeah, yeah, we both um, have, haven't we? So maybe it's because yeah. of Odegaard coming in though. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. He, he was quality at the weekend. But yeah, yeah, that's definitely it. And Smith Rowe as well playing there, uh, which I couldn't, couldn't quite work out why he was, Smith Rowe was actually out on the wing because I don't, I don't think that's where he, play, he plays his best football. He, he's better at that number 10. Mm, I agree. But yeah. Poor performance. Aubameyang, again, just not good. Um, good to see Socrates. Good to go through, though. Overall, the result was kind of okay. Good to see Martinelli get on get on the uh, pitch as well. Yeah, I don't understand the whole Martinelli thing at the moment. Now, he's not started any games for months now. You know, he's come on, made a few cameos, but he's not been anywhere near the team. Now, is that just protecting him because he has been, well, he, sorry, he has sustained quite a few sort of serious injuries recently? I don't know, but it was it was nice to see him back on the pitch. You know, the the, the effort he puts in is just ridiculous. You know, he's quick, he's he's quick, he's agile, he's skillful. He just he doesn't ever give a ball up. You know, he will chase no, down and everything. We, and when and when you look at the players that we got. With, with with Martinelli coming in, we know his quality. Saka, who just is the first name on, on every single team sheet. Smith Rowe, Odegaard, even Pepe is coming into it. Yep. Aubameyang should be looking over his shoulder now, thinking, I'm this I'm the captain of this team. What the fuck am I doing? I, I, I shouldn't I shouldn't mm. I'm not good enough to be on the pitch, especially with how well Lacazette's been playing recently. Lacazette should be up top, not Aubameyang. No, Joe, you know I I completely agree. I think everyone has sort of been saying, "Oh, is it because he's got his bumper contract? He doesn't care anymore?" Blah blah blah. You know, I, I think there's more to it. Obviously, he had those those personal issues a little while back. I think that's still obviously affecting him. You now you can see he's he's not as enthusiastic on the pitch at the moment. You know, he needs a bit of a, a kick up the arse or a rocket up the arse to, to sort of say, "What are you doing?" And I think dropping him for the the Spurs game was brilliant. You know, it was a masterstroke, you know, because of discipline or whatever it is. Maybe he does need to be dropped for a few games. Say, yeah, look, you're the captain. You're our, our top earner. You know, you are our, our star player, but you are partially replaceable. You know, if Lacazette's yeah. still scoring like he like he did at the weekend, um, we'll touch on that briefly. We won't go into too much detail because, one, I'm conscious of talking too much about Arsenal. Uh, and two, I don't really want to relive, relive that West Ham game. Um Good, good game, though. If we if we just quickly touch on that, then good game. Yeah, go on. For a neutral. For a neutral, probably fantastic. It, yeah, got got lucky. Got lucky with the goals. Lacazette played really well. Odegaard was absolutely, second half especially, out of this world. Yeah. Need to keep hold of him if we can. Do what we can to keep him. Um, but, yeah, fair play to West Ham. They come at us. Lingard scored a quality goal. Uh, honestly, um, that... Incredible finish. I think it was the second goal from that quick take and free kick as well. I think that was a stroke of genius from him as well. 
just tapping it and be like, go on then, off you go. But I think that goal, Leno, sorry? I was just going to say, it was quite ironic how um, he did that (laughs) because I remember the days of uh, uh, Henri doing that. And we used to be like, yeah, wait, come on. And then when it's done to us, we'd be like, oh, do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So quick. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, uh, it's just a joke, isn't it? Like, you can't do that twice. That's not fair. But, um, with a moss, uh, how dare you? Yeah, it's just disgraceful. Disgraceful behaviour. But Leno's uh, keeping there for the second goal. Oh. Surely you should have been able to stop that. Can't, can't get beaten there. No. And I felt that about the third goal, to be honest. I felt we could have done better at that. Um, yes and no. I think that's a, a sort of 50-50, really. If you're not in the right place to start, you're never going to get there. And I don't think that's but, a... But he's a goalkeeper. He's, he needs to be in the right place. That's that's his job. Yeah, his job, really. but are you going to expect that coming in and, and coming at that height and stuff? You'd, you'd expect your defenders to be, <laughs> to be oh. doing their job. David Lewis, David Lewis should have headed it away. Yeah, completely get that. Not, not, not saying that he shouldn't, but anyway. Yeah, so, yeah. For a he neutral, I'm sure you listeners, if you're supporting any other team that wasn't West Ham or Arsenal, you'll you probably love that game. And I think you'll probably yeah. go down as as one of the classic entertaining games in the future. Um, but for us, it was it was it was fucking painful to watch. It's kind of felt like a win at the end, though. Kind of felt like a win, almost. Because we did get it back, could have won it, but so yeah. could they, you know that. I mean, Antonio could have could have buried that at the back post there. Did you see his face after post. it hit it? He oh, was fucking fuming with himself. <laughs> you could see he was just absolutely gutted. He knew that that was going to be the goal to kill us. That would have killed that the game if they would have they would have done it. Yeah, yeah maybe four two. That would have done it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But we, we came out, yeah. I mean, we came out swinging in the second half, and then from sort of forty-five to about 70, 75 minutes. I honestly, I think no team could have played against us if we played that sort oh. of football. I just think, why can't we do that all the time? Now, I know it, is, mm-hmm. it was high intensity, and, and obviously, generally, you can't sustain that for ninety minutes. But you can do flashes of that in the game, and then just sit back and defend. Why can't we do that? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, it's just uh, it's fucking ridiculous. It's uh, so frustrating. But never mind. Onwards and upwards. Let's uh, let's move away from us because I'm sure everyone is, is going to get bored of that. Uh, FA Cup we... results. Oh, okay, yeah, I just wasn't sure if you wanted to just quickly touch on the uh, fixtures for the Europa League. So Arsenal's obviously got Slavia. Yeah, go on. Uh, which I, which I think I think we should get through on that one. They beat, obviously beat Rangers in the end, but I still think we're we're all right with that. Yeah, I'd, I'd hope so. And then potentially could be a, a clash against... Oh, Mr. Good evening. How are you? Good evening. Firstly, good evening. <laughs> good evening. <laughs> Mr. Emery himself at Villarreal, yeah. who are flying at the moment in, in Europe. Yeah, completely. Um They've got quite an easy... Well, I say easy. Well, no, it should be easy for them anyway. Dynamo Zagreb. <laughs> so they knocked out a small club in London, didn't they? So <laughs> one, of the, one of the many small clubs in, in London. I think it was the other the other, two, the other the small club in North London. 
Yeah, that was it. Yeah, anyway, yeah I think so. Let's 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 move on before we get ourselves killed. So, <laughs> United, I think that's an easy draw, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I think that's probably the best thing they could have hoped for, I guess. Mm. Yeah. And then I think probably the game of the of the quarters will be Ajax Roma. Yeah, I think so. Roma uh, rubbish in the league, but they seem to be hitting form at the moment in Europe, which is which is good for us in the sense that we don't have to play them until potentially the final if we get there. So that's great. But yeah, I think that could be an entertaining game. You know, Ajax, Ajax or Ajax ripping up the league as they always do, and and doing you know decent performances in Europe like they always do anyway. Well, they have done of late, I should say, really. Yeah, completely. Um, okay, sorry, mate. Let's let's move on to the FA Cup. As you no, said. that's cool. Yeah. Um, any shockers there for you? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I suppose the the way Leicester beat United was a bit of a shocker, but. I think Leicester were the better team. Ihini and Archo, however the fuck you say that name. Ian Archo, yeah. Quality, isn't it? He has been quality. It has been recently, because I remember back in, I think it was November or December, everyone was sort of slating him. He's not hitting form. He's he's just not scoring the goals for Leicester. Um, you know, is, is he worth it? Do they need to replace him? A couple of months later, he's a different player, isn't he? Completely. Yeah, yeah, he done well. Leicester, Leicester did well. United were poor, weren't they? Yeah, I, you know, I hold my hands. I only watched glimpses of this match. Uh, obviously, watched the the sort of highlights and stuff. But yeah, from everything that I've read, sort of the match reports and stuff, United just weren't up to it. Just nah, didn't turn up. So no credit to Leicester. Um, I think it's a good opportunity for them to to get to a final. Uh, obviously, they've got Southampton in the next round. Yeah, I could see them beating Southampton, to be honest. Then they face Chelsea or City. Yeah, so again, it comes back to that quadruple, doesn't it? Where you fancy City to beat Chelsea and then you fancy them to beat you, uh, Leicester or Southampton, whoever goes through. So I think it'll be a Leicester City final and, and I think it'll be good to see Leicester win that. Like yeah, say, it'd be good to, to see an upset, I think. It would be good. Yeah. They can win the Arsenal Cup for a change. That would be nice for them. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's about time we let somebody else win it. <laughs> so I think that was quite nice of us. It was. Do you know, part of me, though, then thinks, well, I'd rather Southampton win it. Because at least then we lost to the winners of the FA Cup and got knocked out then. Makes us seem, seem less shit. <laughs> So we're, what we're saying is we're official Southampton supporters in the FA Cup. <laughs> yeah, yeah you've, you've heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. That is it. Come on, Theo. Come Theo, on. help a brother out. Come on. <laughs> God, shit, we talk, eh? Um, wow. Yes, I mean, there's not... I mean, the, the only shocker, I suppose, then was was the Leicester United score. I think Everton City, I can't, you kind of expected a 2-0, maybe a 2-1. Yeah. Southampton, Bournemouth, you know, Bournemouth haven't exactly been fantastic this season either. Um, so I kind of expected that. And you, you never saw Sheffield United beating Chelsea, did you? Let's be fair. No, a fair play to Redmond for Southampton, actually. He played really well at the weekend. One of his best performances, I think. I know I know Bournemouth, obviously, in the lower division, but I think he played really well. 
yeah, he definitely turned up for the game and, and sort of led by example, didn't he, on that one? Yeah. Yeah, and Chelsea, they, they were going to beat Sheffield, weren't they? I think Sheffield, it was a game Sheffield United could have done without, really. They they probably could have just done with cracking on with their trying to get, um, you know, into the out of the relegation zone. Yeah, I mean, you say that, but it's probably actually a welcome distraction, I guess. They don't have to worry about how bad they're doing and, you know, the, the inevitable drop back into the championship. Could be a case of, well, let's just see how, how we go. You know, they've done all right so far up to that point. So they probably just went out there and enjoyed it, I guess. Yeah, maybe. I don't, I don't, I don't think so, to be honest. But, yeah, I, I think they need to concentrate. Need to concentrate because... Oh, definitely now. Rock bottom, they're probably not likely to get out of that. But, yeah, maybe you're right, mate. Look, Just looking at it, looking at the league table there, they're on 14. Fulham in 18th is on 26. That's just... Yeah, it's, it's too much, I think, now, isn't it? That's too it's much doable. to pull back. It's doable, but... You think yeah. it's doable? Well, I'm not so sure. Yeah, of course. It's... So Newcastle are on 28 points, so that's 14 points. So they've got to get double their points from their next nine games. Yeah. Yeah. Averaging <laughs> point. two two points a game. No, I just don't see it. Sorry, Sheffield, you're going down. <laughs> oh dear. Um, so we've got the, the international break now, which yes. every fan hates. Should we talk about the team? Is there much point? I wasn't. I wasn't really uh, impressed with it. I must say. What was I'm yours? Impressed with it. I, I, I thought I was. I, I think he's. What he's done is he's gone for some of the, the standout performance. The per- performers, really. Yeah, he's gone um, on form, hasn't he? He's definitely gone on form. Well, yeah, kind of. I mean, the goalkeeper situation is a little bit what's going on there but when you when you look at you know like Connor Cody who's, who's done well this season getting in, getting into the team Tyrone Mings as well he's, he's been quality for Villa <coughs> so yeah he seems to have gone on performance Jude Bellingham not really sure how well he's been doing at Dortmund to be honest you see bits and pieces about him but I don't know if he's been setting the world alike really no I think he's uh, had a few good games hasn't he yeah, but he can't even he can't travel anyway because of the uh, quarantine ruling in Germany. Dortmund are saying no, we, we can't let you go. So obviously Southgate was aware of that. You know he's he has addressed that. So you know, fair play to him on that front. But surely that's a waste of a spot. Yeah, completely. Um, but no, I liked it. I, I you know without going through it all, I I think that he's picked players based on performances. Yeah, I like the fact that Nick Pope has been has been called up, and I think he's probably going to start. I would imagine. Yeah, you would think so. Looking at that, yeah, yeah, it seems a little bit unfair if Henderson was starting because he's not really played too many games for United this season. You know, he is second choice. Yeah, um, of course. I mean, just looking at, I've just got a squad up here. I don't know what I would choose as my my first eleven, really. You sort of go for the classic of sort of players that have have been in and around the squad for a while. 
you know, the likes of Maguire, the likes of Chilwell, you know, sort of Connor Cody, Walker or Trippier, you know, they're, they're sort of regulars. You know what you're going to get from them. Obviously, John, John Stones has sort of made a return again as well because he's absolutely bossing it at City at the moment. But I just, I don't know how we sort of play, really. You know, we don't really have a, so a sort of at, image for England at the moment, do we? A uh, defined well, career plan style. Let me fucking talk. <laughs> Let me finish my sentence, Gage. God. <laughs> Sorry, mate. We'll get better at this. Yeah, we will um, one day. If you look at... Just let me fucking talk. Oh, come on. Spit at, it out. <laughs> if you look at the opponent, San Marino, uh, who we should dick at least 12 mil. Every other country does. Yeah. Albania, Poland. And then you look at the players that we've got there who, who are doing really well in, well, whether, you know, with the exception, the exception of uh, Jude Bellingham, they're all doing really well in the English league. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think we should. It's a bit of an experiment, isn't it? You've got he's gone on the performances that they've been, you know, putting in for their clubs. I think it's just it's a bit of an experiment to say, oh, I'm here in Trippier. Um, yeah, I think. Give, give give a few of them. Put Sam Johnson in goal. Let's let's see how he, he's been doing. All right for West Brom, ish. Um, let's let's <laughs> see uh, let's see how they get on. Let's let's give them a go. Get give them a cap. Yeah, Joe, you know I'd I'd completely agree with you. You know, and it's probably got one eye on the next couple of years as well with these players that are on the fringes coming through. Also, now he works. Obviously, Southgate works quite closely with uh, Aidy Bothroyd, who runs the under twenty ones or under twenty threes. So obviously that kind of link between the two. So I, I completely understand it from that point of view. Um, I mean, like, for example, bringing Jesse Lingard back was a surprise. But then again, he has done well for the last sort of five, six weeks or so. So you can kind of understand it a little bit more of him coming back. You know, bringing the likes of Saka, obviously he's been phenomenal for us over the last sort of 12, 18 months or so. You know, absolutely worthy of the place. And the emergence of, of obviously like Calvert Lewin, for example, coming up. Uh, obviously, like yeah. Ollie Watkins from Villa. You know that yeah. his, his first England squad he's been involved in. You know, he's he's done pretty well for Villa this season, so why not call him up? You know, if Villa are keep on doing what they're going to do over the next eighteen months, you could see him potentially rivaling the likes of Kane for a, a starting berth. Yeah, no, I agree, mate. Yeah, completely. Let's um, yeah, let's see, let's see what they. <clears throat> what they what they pull out of the bag and see how it goes. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see the lineups. As you said, you know, San Marino, we should beat them. I think we beat them five 0 last time. Every other team has beaten them sort of seven or eight. So let's see if we can get a, a, a sort of six, seven or eight goal win against them and see sort of how we set up. Because you don't need four defenders. No, no, you don't get any. Just um, <laughs> put Henderson in goal and chuck everyone up front. And see what happens. <laughs> yeah. No, you, you, you do, you, you, you do, uh, you do put on your, your youngsters to get their first cap, get a, try and get a goal or a, you know, a couple of good tackles in against the likes of San Marino, uh, Albania, and, and Poland. Obviously, probably one of the better teams there. But even so, we should still be doing them. You'd hope so. And I know Poland obviously haven't got Lewandowski, which is an absolute blessing for us. Because obviously because of the mm. quarantine rules in Germany again. So 
you'd expect to get you know three wins out of three on that, no matter what teams we sort of put out. But let's just let's see how we how we play really, because I don't think we've been setting the world alight in terms of our performances and the way we played recently. It seems nah. to have sort of gone back in time since before he, he sort of first joined us, really. It's kind of turned into boring, boring England again. Yeah. Yeah. So from a yeah, fan's entertainment agree. perspective, we don't want that, do we? Don't Should we touch on the big competition over the weekend? What's that then, mate? Uh, the uh, Papa John's <laughs> trophy. <laughs> Go on then, take it away, mate. Take it away. Well, it's just it's just one of those unique situations, isn't it? Where Saturday, you know, you've got um, Salford and Portsmouth lying up against each other for the nineteen twenty Papa John's Trophy, and Salford Salford win on pens, big win for them. Actually, I think you know, considering where they've come from, they've also got a bit of money behind them, but. They, they, they've done well. Then the next day, on, on obviously the Sunday, you've got Sunderland Tramway Rovers in the Papa John's <laughs> Trophy for the 2021 season. Uh, so, that way, Salford already lost that medal. They won the previous day. Then you get Gooch, what's her name, coming in, <laughs> banging in a goal for Sunderland. Uh, and when they win one nil and take the trophy away, just just real unique. It's never probably going to happen. Well, let's you know, it's never <laughs> going to happen again. Um, so yeah, I just thought that was that was quite a nice little story, and it was just a good excuse to say Gooch on the uh, podcast. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm glad that you are 32 years old, going on 12, laughing at the name Gooch, and I'm 29, going yeah. on nine, clearly, because yes, I still find it funny. <laughs> I appreciate the big yawn as well halfway through that story. So, I was trying to put you off. <laughs> I said I could put you off, but you are the utmost professional, mate, aren't you? <laughs> right, so I've, uh, I've, I've done a similar game to what we did last week, uh, but obviously this is England theme. So who has the most caps? I've put it a little bit shorter, this one. So, so I'm conscious we've, we've been talking for about sort of 45, 50 minutes or so now. And most people probably fall asleep. So for those of you about here, if you want to play along, feel free. Uh, all for the England international squads. So uh, who had more caps then? Ray Parler or Ricky Lambert? What are you shaking uh, your head at? <laughs> because he was the Romford Pele, but I don't seem to, I don't recall him getting many games, to be honest. So I'm probably going to go for Ricky Lambert. Yeah, Lambert got 11 caps and Ray Parler got, only got 10. I, yeah, th I wouldn't have thought he was in sort of the 20s to 30s at least, but no, he only got 10. No, so. look at the team, look at the players he had around him. There, there was some real, I mean, he was quality. Let's not be, I remember meeting the guy and he was a legend. But yeah. No. Oh, yeah, we did meet him, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Down in Maidstone. Um, the next one, it's quite a close one as well here. So the old defending duo, Rio Ferdinand or John Terry? Oh, I'm going to go JT. JT. You're wrong, mate. JT got 78. Rio got 81 caps. 
obviously these are including uh, substitute appearances, obviously as well. But yeah, yeah JT. So I forget, obviously he retired, but he was still playing for ages, wasn't he? Whereas Rio still stayed on for quite a while longer as well. But they uh, they sort of overlapped. But yeah. Um, next one. This was quite a surprise. David Seaman or Joe Hart? I reckon this is a trick one because it's, all day long I'm going Seaman. All day long. Yeah? I'm, yeah, but it's going to be Joe Hart. Uh, it's a, it is a trick one. They've both got 75 caps each. Oh, you dick. Yeah. I didn't realise Joe Hart had that many caps. Well, he started with us so young, didn't he? Yeah, and you he forget. did play a lot of games. I thought Seaman would be ahead of him, though, because... Seaman was main man. For, yeah, he, yeah, exactly. But you think about it, Hart was around for what feels like, well, best part of a decade. And he's he's still about now. I know he's at Tottenham and he's sort of second slash third choice. But he, he is still knocking around. He's not exactly old. I don't think he's past it. He just needs a team where he can get back in. Did you see his Instagram on uh, Yes. Thursday? Oh, mate. Have you seen the statement? He's like, yeah, sorry, I've got a team. Who the fuck needs a team of social media managers when you're now a third-choice keeper? Mate, Joe Hart's busy. He's, he's busy. He's got to go and collect those balls when, you know, <laughs> he's got to go and run and fetch them, hasn't he? he I wonder if he's, he's still doing his... Uh, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he's still doing his head and shoulders adverts. Probably busy for them, isn't he, as well? But yeah, what a joke, mate. What a joke. Um, next one. He just, he just put, if anyone, sorry, if anyone didn't see it, because obviously we've got listeners, mate, it's not just us two. Oh, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. listeners. He just put on Instagram that Tottenham had lost 3 0 and put onto the next game, didn't he? Yeah, he put like job that. done onto the next one or something. That's it, yeah. What That's an it. absolute okay. knobhead. Uh, on to the next one. Next one. Big Soul Campbell or Jamie Carragher? I don't think they had a lot between them. This is going to be really tight again. You're making this hard. I'm going to go Soul Campbell. Soul Campbell. It's not close at all, mate, to be honest with you. Soul's got 73 caps. Carragher's only got 38. Yeah, then again... Now you, now you said it, Sol Campbell could play a lot. He did. And I've got had the likes of sort of Neville at right back, centre backs. He had Campbell, Rio, Terry. There's no way he's yeah. going to get into that team all the time, is he? Yeah. Like the odd appearance yeah, here or there. Uh, right. Oh, Jackie Boy Wiltshire or Paul Scholes? This is going to be low. I'm going to go Paul Scholes. Paul Scholes. Yeah, Paul Scholes got 66. Wilch is only on 34. He's obviously always injured, isn't he? So he's only got a handful of, of appearances. Um, this is a close one, I must say. Beckham or Gerard? That's a hard one. I'm going to go Bex. Bex, yeah, correct. Bex 115, Gerard 114. Close though. I thought Gerard actually uh, surpassed him just before he retired, but obviously not. 
So, yeah, two more left. Uh, Michael Owen or Gary Lineker? Lineker. No, Owen. Owen, 89 to Lineker's 80. Oh, but Owen was always injured as well. Fucking hell. That's right on. Yeah, but, I, yeah, I don't know. I just... I think he don't forget Owen though played when he was like sixteen or like seventeen, didn't he? he played for the, the full squad. So uh last one, Andy Carroll or Luke Shaw. I thought I'd throw a, a few currents in there as well, just to throw a curve. No this will be a complete punt. Andy Carroll just because he's been around for longer. Yeah, Andy Carroll's on nine, nine caps. And Luke Shaw's only on eight. Obviously, he's, he potentially can play next week, so that'll change. Because mm. he's uh, he's in the squad and he's on absolute red-hot form at the moment. But yeah, there's a few surprises in there. Isn't it? What's that? I smashed that this week. He did. He did all right. One, two, three, four, five out of eight. Mm. Jesus Christ. Oh, have you got the predictions that we did last week? No, do you know what? I was listening to the podcast on a run. And I was like, oh, when I get home, I'll write those down. I fucking forgot, mate. Absolutely useless. This is why I do it, you see. This is why I do it. I You're don't... the admin. You're the admin, mate. I know. And you've said, I'll do it this week. Don't worry. Play play back last week's episode. You'll hear it. The listeners will back me up on yeah. this. <laughs> it, it gets us an extra play as well, doesn't it? It so, does. Yeah, it it does. So we hit double digits again, which is nice. And I ran a couple of episodes in. So we do appreciate you listening. Um, we're pretty much done for this week now, um, but do follow us on the socials, uh, Instagram at Football Drop Podcast, Facebook at Football Drop Podcast, Twitter at Drop Football. So yeah. we're on there and uh, I think YouTube is now resolved. Is that right? No, you're just no, sitting there quite. smirking. So yeah. I haven't quite got <laughs> So technical guru has not sorted it. So uh, I'll get on that this week and get get them all up there. <laughs> Fucking useless. No, you can't be trusted. Can't be trusted. Get this sorted this week. I will right. have it on YouTube this week. Whatever. It's, right. It's harder we'll, than I thought. We're calling it. Have a good one, mate. I'll speak to you next week. Have a good week, mate. Bye bye. Catch you later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. Only football can make you feel like this. 